Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 14th day of December. I'm Paul White. It's the middle of the week. I want to encourage you to check out the midweek drop. We put a sermon up every Wednesday that comes from our Tuesday night Bible studies that we hold here in Flowery Branch, Georgia. We are walking through the book of Ephesians, and so if you are interested in that tremendous little Pauline letter, let's see together what uh, what we can see about Jesus through it. If you are interested, studies in Ephesians is the way to search them out. If you want to go back and jump into this journey from a few weeks ago, we're not that deep in and we're still in the first chapter. It is the 18th day of Advent. We are together anticipating the arrival of our Lord Jesus, and for the last several days we've been investigating the characters involved in the story. Today, I want to take you to the first chapter of the book of Matthew, to the moment right after Matthew lists the genealogy of Christ. And he says this beginning in verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now, obviously, we could say a lot about what the Holy Spirit says to Joseph, but Joseph's my character for today. And I want to point you back to a sermon we did last year. Uh, Let me, before I get too deep into that, over the years, between pastoring and then running this day-to-day itinerant ministry, and, and I've made it a point now for over a decade that we will always have something to put up on Sunday. And if humanly possible, it will be new. A new sermon will drop every Sunday. If I've got to sit in my office and turn a camera on and record something, I do it, which we're going to do that coming up in the holiday seasons, as as a matter of fact. Over those years, we've been pastoring, we've been on the road, we've recorded different sermons. I've had to do a lot of Christmas messages, not always in churches. When I was pastoring, they were in churches, but either with our groups or on camera. I have always loved it. This year I get to preach live on Christmas morning uh, at my friend Jamie Groover's church in Westminster, South Carolina. I'll be at the Tabernacle of Hope on Christmas morning. Um, Last year, our monthly group, our meeting with our monthly meeting in, in Georgia met on the 19th day of December. That was the Sunday before Christmas And the message I delivered to them was called Joseph the Dreamer 2.0. I want to share a couple of the salient points from that message. Before I do, I want to encourage you to go look it up and listen to it. This is a great sermon to listen to at this season in Advent, at this time of year, and it's easy. Go to Google, type in Joseph the Dreamer 2.0 Paul White. You're going to find it. That's a quick way, by the way, to find any sermon. Put the title, put my name, if that exists you're going to find it. And you can find it on YouTube. Go to my YouTube channel, PWM, and and punch in Joseph the Dreamer 2.0, and you'll find it there as well. I think we just featured a clip from this message in one of our recent Nugget of Grace drops from our YouTube channel. So that kind of got me back on it. 
Um, Joseph from the New Testament is a lot like Joseph from the Old Testament in a couple of ways. One, he's listed as a righteous man. The Joseph of the Old Testament was a right and an upright man. The Joseph of the New is a right and an upright man. And two, they both are either proclaiming a message of salvation to their own people or having the message proclaimed to them. Joseph brings salvation to his own brethren in the Old Testament. A New Testament Joseph has the angels say to him, this one will bring salvation, save people from their sins. The Old Testament Joseph had a dream, awoke from his dream, and that dream determined his destiny. The New Testament Joseph had a dream, awoke from the dream, and that dream determined his destiny because Joseph could have thrown the entire thing off. One of the more unheralded characters in the Bible is Joseph, the husband of Mary. And here's why. He had Torah sanction to cast Mary out, to get rid of her. Because if she is with child and it's not with him, they're engaged, and that would mean that she has slept with someone else. In which case, he does not only not have to marry her, but he can cast her out, and if they want to go into legalistic Torah, they could stone her to death. But when the angel visits Joseph to convince him that the child that's in him is conceived in her of the Holy Spirit, Joseph wakes up from his dream and has to make a choice. Do I believe what I saw in this dream last night? Or am I crazy and it was just some bad food I had before I went to sleep and I'm going to ignore that dream and I'm going to do what I think is right? I think that Joseph's decision to protect his wife is not only the thing that gives us the possibility for Jesus on the earth, but it's one of the gospel's great moments of showing you that the right thing to do is to never claim to hold on to truth while being unloving. You see, Joseph could have done the right thing according to the Torah, but it would have been the unloving thing. He could have cast out Mary and rejected her. But Joseph does the right thing by loving his fiance and protecting her. So the right thing is always to refuse the public disgrace in an era where public disgrace is the currency. We disgrace people, we shame people, we cancel people. Joseph protects the person that he loves even though he has legal precedent to win and to get rid of her. My proclamation to you would be don't claim truth while being unloving. Joseph had a dream that inspired him to action. That action was to love someone who was blatantly guilty by man's law. But because he believed the Holy Spirit, he didn't believe she was guilty. He believed that she was innocent, that she was chosen. And I don't want to oversell it, but because Joseph believed, 
We get the Jesus story. Wow. So who knows what your response in this season of waiting means for another generation. See you tomorrow. God bless.